leader. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. Boy, do we have gossip for you. I wow. wish, and it could never be on Kata, unfortunately, because we have so much gossip between the four of us in the studio right now, Frumina, Michaela and Jordan, sitting on gossip that can just not be revealed because the price isn't high enough, babe. I'm Guys. so sorry. Do you know what? I'm really, I wouldn't say envious. I don't know what the word is. I'm really impressed by podcasts that reveal so much about their personal life in a way that you can connect the dots as just a casual listener. Yeah. Where they're just revealing secret after secret after secret. I'm thinking, what? I guess it pays. Let's be It real. does in some sense, but also any story that we share, any gossip that we tell, it's not really ours alone. It's everybody else who's included. We never really exchange stories where we're like, this is just my perspective. But I'm giving you de- what I overheard, what I observed, what I think this person meant. And doing that on a wild, wide scale, dangerous. But our time will come. I reckon there'll be a time where the flip will switch and we won't care as much. I actually agree because we're finally, not like period-wise, but we're definitely period. in sync with each other. Oh, yeah. Lifestyle-wise. Yeah. Here's the potty. You're listening to Flex and Frooms on Kata. Flexi, I decided to go to an adult store. Okay. okay. To pick up to tools? Them. What were we doing? Tools of the trade. Yeah. Why did you go to a physical store? Is that to support local businesses or just... Well, not after this experience. Wow. I went with a friend of mine because she was after a small toy. Okay. Nothing big. Just a little number, a bullet, if you will. Purse moment. Pop in the poppy listenman bag. We need to jump on the potty eventually so I can give proper recommendations because Ooh. abolish bullets, but please. All of bullets, abolish them. <laughs> Where is the love? <laughs> we spent half an hour walking around, turning them on. Oh, how do I turn it off? We'll just put it down. How much is it? Oh, my God, it's $500. Anyway, we decide not to get a bullet and we instead designed to get some massage oil. Oh. Mango flavour. No. We walk up. Keep it medicinal. Shut up, fam. Traditional. Okay. Ever heard of coconut oil? <laughs> I've actually never used olive oil? <laughs> Avocado. Doesn't Canola. burn. Canola. <laughs> Please. Walk up to the counter, buying this massage oil. Standing in front of the guy, we say, he's like, is that all you ladies need? I said, yeah. He goes, I recognise you. And I'm like pulling the hair back, being like, yeah. okay, we got a fan, guys. <laughs> we got a fan. I love it. I wasn't expecting it. Ring the bell. It. Tuesday. <laughs> I'm always open. Yeah. He goes, you look so familiar. And I was like, where have I seen you? Did you, you want like, to rattle off a few things? I, you know, I was forced to. <laughs> I said, oh, like, I've got a radio you show. You might recognise me from... <laughs> Such videos as, how long can you stay in a Zara change room before you die? Um, does this Metamucil make you do a poo? What are some other great hits? Your Bunnings one popped off. Oh, they loved that. Wasn't so creative. Wasn't really my tea, That's but... Clicks are clicks. Neither here nor there. I say, oh, I've got a radio show. He goes, mm, no. Mm. I've seen you in videos. What's your name? I was like, babes. And he kept saying throughout this experience, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this, but what's your name? I shouldn't be doing this, but I've seen you in videos. And I say, Did you oh, hit him yeah. with the government or the, or the tall government? But was it Lucinda or Frooms? I think I said fr- Frooms, which is so embarrassing yeah. for me. You know? This is your real name, so <laughs> don't be embarrassed. And, yeah, he just kept reiterating that he shouldn't be doing it. And then he didn't even say, he just said, I've seen you in videos. No praise. No. Didn't say he was a fan. Didn't reshare the content. Doesn't follow me. Hasn't recommended me to five friends in a bar. 
didn't even Word say he liked. <laughs> he just wanted to dox me, a queen. If you're going to ID me in a compromising position, <laughs> I might be a liberal girly, but my parents will listen to this and it's going to be embarrassing. The bullet wasn't for me, guys. Don't you don't ID me unless you're a massive fan and you can read out at least five things on the discography. Not the CV. I'm being serious. Unless oh. you're there for Emo Street or Wave and Ho, <laughs> leave me to shop in peace. I've really been trying to get into my tech tech zone lately. Get into your tech, babe. A week or so, someone taught me how to differentiate between all the different tech roles that I hear in my life. Mm-hmm. Did you retain anything? Any information? Account manager, someone said punching bag, mm-hmm. product developer, product manager tells the product product developer what to do. Mm. It all sounded quite complicated, but also But you got really. it. I got it like with ease and with grace. <laughs> so then I have continued reading up on tech things. And obviously everyone's been talking about chat GPT. I've only used it once, guys. I probably should be using it more. Mm. It's all the rage. And I wanted to know, like, there's things beyond chat GPT, the mum and dad usage of chat GPT and the students. And there's ways that this machine learning is taking different paths that I find hard to understand. It's essentially called Sim GPT. So it's called Large Language Model is a type of AI. And researchers at Stanford and Google use this large language model to create 25 simulated people who are then set loose inside a small town called Smallville. So what they do is they'd be like, person one works in a convenience store, wears red clothes, loves to help people and is looking for easier ways to make the process of getting uh, food to customers and petrol to customers quicker. Mm -hmm. And they create 25 people with these all different kind of like explanations and they set them loose on, I guess, free will mode Mm. to see what happens. To create these sims, the researchers hooked up their large language model to an architecture that allows each AI agent to store memories of its past experiences Mm -hmm. and then to access relevant memories and use them to plan new actions. So the results showed that there were believable individual and emergent social behaviours that saw Smallville become a bustling little town full of autonomous chit-chat group activities and trips to the local cafe, for example – Starting with only a single user specified notion that one agent wants to throw a Valentine's Day party, the agents autonomously spread invitations to the party over the next two days, make new acquaintances, ask each other out on dates to the party, oh. and call not eight to shop to the party together all the right time. Oh, why is that so cute? Isn't that Baby's cute? Baby's first Valentine. <laughs> How cute is that? Can we, I mean, I guess Sims did it first. Yeah, we've, if we're being serious. Yeah. Sims ran, so. Artificial intelligence, large language models could make articles that we glance over and <laughs> and smile at. <laughs> it feels good though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mummy, can I listen to Flex and Frooms? Flex and Frooms on Kata. I have recently gotten into reading Flexi. I've been reading a book called Shirley by a Melbourne author called Ronnie Scott. I think you would love it. I've been thinking of you because it's kind of based in Collingwood and they talk about all these really, really niche north side references. Gorge. I'm really enjoying it. Again, I never read fiction. Then I read it. I'm like, oh, I understand why people read fiction. Yeah, fiction is it. So I, again, was reading a newsletter before coming in here and it's a newsletter called Pass the Orcs. It's a chick called Eleanor Halls. She's got really interesting stuff in there. And she wrote this piece called Fiction's Gender Divide. And it talks about how the majority, like the vast majority of fiction readers are women. 
Oh, really? Yeah, and I'd never even thought about that because she talks about how she first realised it at a point in her early 20s um, when at a night at a pub with a couple of male journalists, one of them told her that he just doesn't read fiction full stop. And apparently a study... Ooh, I like a study. study. Here we go, from Deloitte, showed that... (laughs) 80% Eighty <laughs> percent of fiction sales in the UK, US, and Canada fiction what? markets were women. But is that skewed in the sense that are women gifting books to men? We got told about this last week. They were saying that you know more women go to festivals than men, mm. but realistically, it's women who are buying the tickets on behalf of their men friends or their men partners or whatever it might be. The work never stops. The work never stops. But they also cited a piece from The Guardian mm. where an author called Mary Ann Sigert. Hey, Mary. The title was Why Do Men Read So Few Books by Women? And oh, it yeah. sounded that for the top 10 best-selling female authors, including Jane Austen and Margaret Atwood, only 19% of their readers are men and 81% are women. But for the top 10 best-selling male authors, such as Charles Dickens, Lee Child and Stephen King, our king, the split is much more even, 55 men, 45 mm. women. What do you think it is? Well, I think it's got something to do with, she kind of writes about this in the newsletter, which I relate to. I mean, me as a woman, I like the idea of inhabiting a story and a lot of the kind of books that I'm attracted to aren't so much about sci-fi, but they're about personal relationships. And I kind of like put myself in those positions. Where like, Not oh. the sci-fi slander. Sorry, babe. I know so, you like it. It's so weird to me. But and men like movies and media and art. It just feels like why wouldn't their interest transition to the same thing they're interested in in a different form? For instance, would someone who watches Star Wars, the movie, would not read the book? Hmm. That's different. Is it? Yeah. I think as well it's like how a lot of women like – reality TV shows and a lot of men, this is so bloody. Yeah. We're really taking it to 20, 2010. 2010? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. But this is like it's but interesting. I'm you land. Yeah. Let her cook. Let her cook. Let her roast. <laughs> people say that though about, mm. you know, like a lot of people like criticise people for liking reality TV, like housewives and stuff, but like a lot of people that like sport get the same thing out of sport that they do reality TV. Yeah, I see Obviously, that. That's not applicable to gender per se, but on the whole... The stereotype is saying... Let's bring back stereotypes. I think that's what you're getting at. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Flex and Frooms on Cater. It is the best day of the week, Friday, and the best time of the show because we have a listener submission. This person says, I played dead for a school project submitted to us via our Flex and Frooms DMs on Instagram. Just get in touch there. If you've got a voice memo, a weird thing happened to you on a night out, you're fighting with your boss, your sister wants you to be a surrogate, but you're not really sure, this is where you let us know. And honestly, we don't even need to have opinions about it. We can just tell the world and you can get feedback or just be validated. But listen to this. Hi, Flex and Frooms. I love your show. I listen to it all the time. I was just listening to the episode where Frooms was talking about a simulated death art exhibition. And it just reminded me of when I was in year 12 and we had to do a drink driving (laughs) experience play for the rest of the students before they went to schoolies. And the part I was assigned was the dead body. So basically we had to simulate a car crash and I'm on the ground in the sun and I'm dying for everyone. (laughs) And then real life paramedics came and they put me on a roll away and they put me in the body bag and they zipped me all the way up and then they rolled me into the back of a hearse and closed the doors and then drove me away a couple of streets away (laughs) and 
the art exhibition just reminded me of that and it's like this is what a body goes through and yeah it was kind of a life-altering experience thanks for the great work you do bye honestly i would sue (laughs) because (laughs) we get it why do we need to sizzling on the bitchman (laughs) not the bitchman sizzling on the bitchman now i'm I'm in the back of the ambulance. Now I'm in a hearse. You're taking me round the block. At this point, we get it. Show us a video. Yeah. Or if anything, kill all the students. (laughs) Conceptually. Kill all students. Put everybody in a body bag. Don't just imagine like they're trying to convince you not to drink dry, but like, you know, not all of you die. Just one person. (laughs) That's not convincing any of us. Make everybody in the car die (laughs) for maximum impact the things that we were put through in high school i told you when they made i went to an all-girls public school and they made us look after a sack of flour because it was a baby and we had to do a journal and log it and take it with us everywhere if anything i feel like they were encouraging teen pregnancy oh they were definitely because why are you giving me all these tips and tricks on how to parent at 14 i don't want to know and for english (laughs) Not even for a health class. It's sick. I got to know what kind of tip they're so on. sick. You've been listening to the Flex and Froome's daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.